0: Hi folks, Uh, today I'd like to do a little something different than I normally do for a devotional or meditation thought. I'd like to give you my testimony. That is how I came to know the Lord. And uh, everyone has a different testimony. Everyone has a different way that God dealt with them. But uh, today I'd like to give you my testimony. So I hope it'll be a blessing to you. Coming up. Pastor Scotty of Truth That Transform. Hey, thanks for tuning and listening. Uh, my testimony, it's uh, one something that I love to share with people, a story that I love to give, and I hope it's always an encouragement to them. Well, I use for my testimony, what I call my testimony, verses. Ephesians chapter two, Ephesians chapter two, verses verse 12 and 13. Ephesians two, verses 12 and 13. The Bible says here that at that time, ye were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who were sometimes were far off, are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Now, I use these as my testimony verses because it describes my life and my situation to a T, just exactly what you know, what way it happened. Uh, Growing up, I grew up in San Antonio, Texas, in a broken home. What does that mean? Well, my parents were divorced and I really didn't know my dad growing up, other than birthdays and some Christmases. When he would come to town, he lived out of town. I grew up in San Antonio, he lived elsewhere. He moved from different, you know, to different cities as we grew up, but he, he was never really in the house, is what I'm trying to say. He was not in my life. Um, And so I grew up without a dad, maybe you did too, I don't know. But I grew up without a father, and passing my years, uh, we went to church, we went to a church, Stonewall Baptist Church, there in San Antonio. And one particular Sunday, I remember the teacher talking about uh, Cain and Abel, you know, Samson, Delilah, Daniel in the lion's den, and maybe some of you don't know about those stories either, I don't know. But I didn't know anything about them. So I went to Sunday school, learned the stories of the Bible, and I thought, wow, did these people really exist? Did these people actually, you know, do what the Bible says they did? Uh, did they fight these battles? Uh, did God actually work in their life? And it was quite interesting for me to listen to these teachers of mine. As I grew up, I had different teachers for different age groups, uh, had them teach me different things, and I thought, man, this is pretty cool. Well. I got to learning the books of the Bible. Uh, if you open your Bible to the beginning of the Bible, most Bibles have a table of contents. You'll have Old Testament books, New Testament books, and a contest that my Sunday school, one of my Sunday school teachers challenged us to do was to study and memorize the books of the Bible. So I did, and uh, she gave us a little bookmark. I don't have it anymore. It's been lost over time. But I uh, took that bookmark home and it had all the books of the Bible on it. So I took it home and my grandmother helped me memorize the books of the Bible. Quite an interesting trip, let me tell you. Because some of those books, like the book of Psalms, I was like, Palms? Who would, you know, who would write a book named Palms? Psalms, P-S-A-L-M-S, Psalms. And then there was the book of Job, or some would say Job, you know, anyway. On and on I could go, but to an unlearned, un, you know, to this little kid who I was seven or eight at, at the time, I, just, I had no idea what some of these books were. All I knew is that I wanted to learn the books of the Bible and get a prize at the end. And sure enough, I did. At the end of studying the books, I was able to recite them. Every one of them, all 66 books of the Bible. And I got a little paintbrush, uh, which was an eraser. And a little paint bucket, which was a pencil sharpener. I took those things to school the next day. I was proud of them. I had memorized the books of the Bible. Well, God, I, little, by, little to my knowledge, God was using that as a means of softening my heart to the gospel. And uh, we were invited to go to a vacation Bible school later on. And uh, we didn't really go to church much else other than Sunday school that was it so that was all the church we really had for the week was sunday school and then we'd go home well we were invited to vacation bible school so we went uh, you know got out of the house my mom was delighted for that have some peace and quiet for a little while we went to vacation bible school at this church down the street from our house and they talked about being content the bible lesson that night was about being content i didn't care about bible lessons i just wanted the cookies and the juice and refreshments amen uh and and some of you know what i'm talking about well that's all i went for cookies and juice cookies and juice but but god had something else and during the lesson that night uh the teacher talked about being content in christ and i thought what does that mean content in christ so as uh time went on i said mom uh got out of bbs that night and said mom i like to what does this mean about being content in christ what does that mean so She said, let's go talk to the pastor on Sunday. So we did. We went to the pastor on Sunday. However, when I went to the pastor and sat in his office, the pastor sat me down and he looked at me, he said, Scotty, he said, he asked me, he said, what what is a Pharisee? Do you know what a Pharisee is? And I was like, "Mm, no, someone who's not fair, maybe? I didn't know. And he said, do you know what the 10 commandments are? I said, "Mm, no, thou shalt not, something like that. He said, He shook his head, looked at my mom, and he said, As a steward, he's not ready to be saved. He does not know enough to be saved. And I was like, Huh? Like I failed a test or something. I thought, Wow, what a letdown. And I felt crushed. I felt destroyed after leaving that preacher's office. Well, God had other plans for me. And years passed, and my mom. Uh, came across an old friend of hers from high school, Mark Rackley. We, she met him at a grocery store uh, where we went shopping and oddly enough, he was there because uh, he actually lived across town, so I have no idea what he was doing there, I don't know. I was too little to remember or to care for that matter. I was in the toy aisle uh, looking for toys. You know, I was a typical little, uh, probably 11 years old at that time, Uh, typical 11 year old just looking at toys, that's all I cared about. Well she was talking to him and uh, she asked him where do you go to church? He said Liberty Baptist Church on Marbach Road, uh, 30 minutes away. So guess what we ended up doing the next morning? Yeah, you guessed it. We had to get up, get dressed in my somewhat Sunday best and drove 30 minutes across town. Oh wow, oh wow. We got there and buddy let me tell you something, I went into Johnny Perez's class, uh, fifth and sixth grade boys. I couldn't stand it. Oh, wow, he, he talked about everything I was doing wrong, everything I was doing wrong, being rebellious, bad attitude, uh, disrespecting mom and dad. He talk, I, I thought, man, did my mom talk to him before church or something? No, it was the Holy Ghost of God. It was the word of God getting to me. Yeah, it was. Well, we went back the next week and I had to go to the same things school class. I thought this guy hates people. He really does. How does this church put up with this guy yelling at you know boys every week? You know, but but I noticed something different. He'd pray with the, some of the boys, and he he at that back back in that day you could actually hug on kids, and you know he he he'd pray with them, hug on them, and his wife was there. She'd hug on them and tell them I love you. I'm praying for you, and you know it's like he meant it. It's like he meant it. Well, next week I went to Sunday school and I knew something was different. I knew something was different. Something was, something was happening in my life. Went to Sunday school, heard the same message. Then went to junior church. And I thought, man, this is great. Uh, popcorn, candy. Man, love, learning the Bible can be fun. Well, that's until they tapped me on the shoulder and asked me, how old are you? I said, 12. And they said, oh, you can't be in here. I was like, why not? They said, you're too old. you got to go into the big church. I thought, oh, great, the big church. A bunch of, you know, snotty, stuck-up adults. That's what I thought. So I went into church with my mom and dad, well, with my mom, and sat there. And oh, buddy, did I hear it again? I heard this preacher talking about being rebellious, at least that's what I heard. Uh, I have no idea what he was preaching on Pastor Dwayne Nichols there in San Antonio, Liberty Baptist Church. And I thought, what, what right does this guy have telling me how to live my life? You know, he doesn't know me. But he kept preaching and he gave the invitation. At the end of the message, he gave the invitation. He said, if you'd like to come forward and receive Christ as your Savior, please, you know, come on. Would you come? And I thought, huh? What in the world? And something in my heart told me, that's what you need to do. That's what you need to do. I didn't do it that Sunday. Nope, I didn't do it that Sunday. And the following Sunday, though, the following Sunday, uh, you know, I, all week, I thought to myself, Lord, don't let me die. Don't let me die. I didn't know you could receive the Lord anywhere. No one really told I didn't know that. So, All week at school, I'm thinking, man, if I die, would I go to hell? Would I go to hell? You ever thought that? Where am I going to go when I die? Well, that's what I was thinking. Am I going to go to hell when I die? So I thought, Lord, if you'll let me live till Sunday, I'll go forward and take care of this. Next Sunday, he rolled around. I told my mom on the way to church that morning and said, that preacher does that again. I'm going to go forward. She said, well, okay. So I did. Next Sunday, I... The invitation rolled around, and I went forward. I went forward, met a preacher at the, met a preacher at the uh, altar at the front there, his name was Dennis Blocker, Dennis R. Blocker Sr., I later found out, and he took the Word of God, the Bible, the scriptures. I told him, I said, I, I, I need to be saved. He said, okay, so we knelt down. He took that Bible, and he showed me what no one has ever showed me before. He showed me Romans 3.10. As it is written, there is none righteous, no not one. He showed me Romans three twenty-three, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. He showed me Romans six twenty-three, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. He showed me Romans five eight, but God committeth His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He showed me Romans ten nine, that thou, thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised Him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. He showed me Romans ten ten. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made into salvation. He showed me Romans ten thirteen. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. He showed me these things. He asked me, he says, Would you like to call on the name of the Lord to save you right now? I said, Sure would. Is it that simple? He said, It's that simple. I said, Why not? So right there, and then twelve year old boy. I called out to the Lord in a prayer. I don't even remember what I said, folks. I just remember praying and receiving Christ into my life and asking and inviting him to come into my heart and life. Yep. Afterwards, um, he said, you know, first command after a person's saved is to get baptized. First step of obedience. He said, would you like to get baptized? Do we need to talk to your mom? I said, no, you don't need to talk to my mom. This is okay. So I went back in the back, the baptistry that they had put on a robe, and got in the water after, shortly thereafter, and Chris Block, associate pastor there at uh, Liberty Baptist Church, he baptized me, and I thought, wow, what just happened? I didn't know what just happened, folks, I really didn't. But that day marked something in my life that has changed me, and I can't explain it. I'm not going to try to explain it on this video. It's too long to tell, but let me just say this to you, that day changed my life. And I remember there being a change in my heart, my spirit, my attitude when I'd start when I did wrong, when I'd smart off to my mom, I felt bad, whereas I didn't feel bad, you know, I didn't feel bad before. It marked a change in my life. And friend, if you're listening to this, you've never done that, if you've never trusted Christ as your savior, well, let me encourage you to do so. It'll change your life forever. I didn't say it'll make you rich. I didn't say it'll make you prosperous and give you all the money you want. And take away all your problems. new. No, I'm not promising that. What I am promising you is that if you trust Christ as your Savior, He'll forgive your sin. He'll take away all your shame and guilt and give you a life worth living. I hope you do that today. If you haven't done that already, I hope you will. If you have done that already, hey, go out and tell someone else what you did. And bring someone else to Jesus Christ. That's what I did the next day. I went out to Eric Brown. I don't even know where he is today, but I went to Eric there at the Kruger Middle School. we were going to school together. I told him what I did. I didn't know any Bible verses. I think I knew John 3:16, 6, but that was it. but um, I took, I took the time and showed him basically what the preacher showed me in, in the Bible that I had, paperback Bible. and I asked him I said, "Eric, would you like to receive Jesus?" And he said, "Yeah, why not?" So right there, he received Jesus as his Savior. And so, anyway, let me encourage you to share this video. If it was a blessing to you, subscribe to the Choose Transform channel. Thank you for listening. If you're out there, friend, uh, boy, girl, man, woman, teenager, I don't know who you are, where you are, uh, how old you are, whatever walk of life you come from, if you never trusted Christ, please reach out to Him today, Jesus Christ, today, and take Him as your Savior. You'll never be the same. I hope that will transform you today. Thank you for listening.